Dakota Dakota Deer Trail. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to the journey. Jump in the Loose Tales Food Look Chuck Wagon. We tool the region of the country globe. We look at the news stories of the day. But at the end of the journey, like every other day of the journey, it is up to you to determine how different this information might actually affect us living in a little piece of heaven. I got a question. I've got several answers. The Department of Defense has funneled money into an organization with the acronym PASA, and they have created a vaccine which is going to be available in 2023. This vaccine will prevent you from getting high if you take fentanyl. Just a good idea. No, I don't understand why we're constantly trying to manipulate the human being that God created in his image. And now uh, we're trying to vaccinate it with all these, uh, you know, all of this stuff that was never meant to be. And I mean, how about we just teach some morales? Uh, parents step up and uh, school systems step up. And we actually teach the kids some morales instead of that they can be kittens and and do whatever they want or puppies or take fentanyl. I don't. I no. I absolutely don't think that we should be. This is like one of the stupidest things I've heard yet. And we're spending taxpayer money through our Department of Defense in cooperation with militaries and branches of the military and Ivy League schools. And it's like seriously, people. This is like saying you're not responsible for your own looks. You're not responsible for your own weight. You're not responsible for your own actions. Take responsibility for yourself and your kids. All right, well, got that off my chest. What do you got exactly. going on? Exactly. Well, I'm actually, I can't believe we're actually able to have a conversation. I'm driving around looking for a coyote to shoot. Uh, I saw one set of tracks this morning, and uh, I have not seen a coyote yet, but um, I'm buying a feed grinder from a guy up north of Bismarck. And uh, so, uh, yeah, like, actually, I'm going to use it as a bone grinder. I'm grinding bones. I got a little enterprise going, Trent. You're grinding bones? You're going to make I'm, meat and bone meal? Feed your dogs? Well, not meat meal. Not meat meal. Just bone meal. I actually burn <laughs> bones under low oxygen. Okay. And then that burns all the fats out of there and, you know, and, but it, it, you get all the phosphorus and calcium benefits. Um, and then the, that, that's the easy part, burning them. I built myself sort of like, uh, oh, I want to say, oh, a crematorium, maybe. I don't know. I don't burn the whole animal. Now, these are just bones that I collect. After I feed my hounds, I feed my hounds a lot of meat, and uh, and and so I have a supply of bones, and I think uh, and and so then I burn them under, like I said, low oxygen. Now grinding them is the hard part. You've got to get it down to a particle size where a plant can easily use use it. Okay, I I need a little explanation. The oils and the reason that everybody has chicken noodle soup when they're sick is because grandma actually boiled the chicken uh boiled the chicken with the bones in there 
and the bone, the oils and the marrow and all that stuff that's in the bones actually contributes to making you healthy. So why are you burning the fats <laughs> and the nutrition out of the bones? It also, well, I mean, if you want to suck the, um, all the goodness, like all the uh, fats and stuff out of the bones, that's great. But when you go to process these bones and you want to use them in a garden situation, a big glob of stinky maggot infested bone meal is not what you want on your garden. Well, I mean, it wouldn't hurt it, but you know, it's I thought you're making it. soup for the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I cook all my meat. Um, in the wintertime, I feed a lot of raw meat, too. I feed organ meat and this and that. But um, so I have all of these bones. And uh, it's not like I save uh, T-bones, you know, from my household. I got it. I can fill up a 55-gallon barrel of bones and, and process them in one day. I don't, sir, I don't have 55 gallons of bones per day, but I'm just saying that's what no. I do at a time. Really? And uh, let me tell you, if you have blossom end rot um, on your tomatoes um, and and uh, certain other plant diseases that you know we deal with as as uh, small time gardeners, like I consider myself, you know. Uh, but you know, if if I have, I usually have sixty tomato plants a year, and if thirty percent of my tomatoes have blossom end rot, that's when they get black on the bottom. And you have a beautiful tomato on the top and you go to pick it to make your BLT and you turn it over and mm -hmm. it's rotten on the bottom. You'll wish you had some of Marty Beard's bone meal. Mm -hmm. I By still way, feel like you're wasting. Me. I'm not these... selling it. I don't have enough to sell. I'm giving you an uh, idea. Of I what still feel do. like you're wasting some nutrition by burning the oils out of there without putting it to a value. Well, let me tell you, Trent, there's very little, very little oils left in there. And uh, it and it, when you when you go back, I've researched this. Um, in ancient times, they used burned bones a lot. Um, you know, you got carbon and you got calcium and you've got phosphorus and, but you're you're just it, it, it's easier oh. to handle and easier to spread. Uh, a big glob of fatty. Uh, besides that, if you got so much fat on your bones that um, you you're it's wasting the nutrition, you know you need to uh, freaking chew on them a little bit longer, <laughs> boil them a little longer, make some soup. The only radio program in America today that you can hear where people talking about you need to chew on the bone longer before you actually make your soup. Marty, on Monday, I want to remind you that the Wall of Honor continues to make a presence in every single community, every county. We've got uh, a handful of counties left. If you don't have the Wall of Honor present in your county courthouse, in your school system, in your legion, get a hold of us, the Wall of Honor. Dot org. Full details are there. You can submit money. You can submit a loved one. Or you can say, hey, bring it to my town now. Thewallofhonor.org. And before I let you go, Marty just made me hungry thinking about chewing on bones. If you'd like to chew on bones where there's some tender beef, go to Certified Piedmontese. See what's happening in the world of marketing beef. CertifiedPiedmontese.com. We're back with the second half of Marty on Monday. Dakota Trails and Tales after this.
Welcome back. Dakota Territory. The Journey Dakota Trails and Tales. I'm headed to North Dakota next week. And if somebody would like me to bring a roaster pig, let me know. I was going to tell you this as my newest endeavor, Marty. I, I had a guy that wanted a pig for a, a deer hunt. Yeah. And so I scalded a like a 60-pound pig. Oh, my goodness. He's already ordered 10 more. Well, I no doubt that. But you know what? I think you should have a little campaign, make Thanksgiving great again. Throw no, that old dry that. turkey out not... and roast a pig. What's cheaper, by the way? Turkey's expensive. But um, this, is a, this is a good deal. Yeah, and you know I, what I, we did? Where, where, where did you get that? I mean, who? Where? how did you come up with that? On the internet. No. <laughs> I think you're talking to the guy. Hey, uh, hey, uh, my, no, my one Filipino, more thing. My more Filipino thing. friends deserve credit. I'm the one that told you about these Filipinos and, and uh, friends of mine I met while catfishing. And they, they told me about how they cook pigs in the Philippines. And I told you about it. But I'm, you know, I'm not going to take credit other than that. But I got to tell people, the listeners out there want a couple more helpful hints. I made uh, a friend of mine shot a deer and uh, he goes, hey, you want these scraps for your dogs? And you'd, everybody would know this the, uh, on the, the bottom shank of a hind leg of a deer is full of sinew. And, uh, you know, you can spend hours trying to get all the little tidbits of meat off of that. And, and uh, also the front the front leg um uh it, it, there's a lot of tendons uh, on that bottom muscle uh, i don't know if it's called the tricep or whatever but but anyway that is not a tasty or it is a tasty muscle but it's not very fun to eat and and it's not you put it in the grinder you block plug your grinder with all the sinews you take and cut that off with your meat saw or just cut it off and put that in a pot and cook that and make a batch of venison vegetable soup and i'll tell you what uh i just did that last week when my friend gave me the deer scraps for my dogs and uh oh my gosh was that ever tasty um i highly so recommend are we that making this for of, the dogs or for marty i made that for me <laughs> made that for me okay just to but be clear now we know you you what you were talking about earlier trent with all the goodness of the tendons and and the mm -hmm. fats you yep. know, of course, a deer's not going to be that fat, especially right. in that area. But, you know, everybody knows that uh, kind of velvety f um, feel in your mouth when you've got some really good soup compared to some kind of watered-down pre-made Campbell's. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's almost like it's got thickening agents in it. Um, and and uh, I highly recommend that bottom shank on them deer be made into soup and if you don't like venison um i added uh, uh a little bit of beef uh, uh uh beef powder um to make bullion oh that's stock. a good idea yeah and uh or you could wife... boil beef bones and pour the oils in there and make it taste like beef broth <laughs> hey how about we just buy some beef shank and make it <laughs> <laughs> hey what's the i've never eaten Okay, I'm not eating a lot of deer, period. 
because I don't see the point when my I have five freezers full of beef and yeah, pork. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but what what's a deer liver like? Well, to me, it's just like every other liver. Um, you know, and I'm probably going to weird your listeners out, but I eat river liver raw. I don't like cooked liver. I can remember uh, sitting there knowing we had to have liver for supper, and I, I was when I was a kid. And then I tried making my kids eat liver, and I would be like, I'd cook it up, and I'd have onions all over it, and I'd be like, oh, we're having liver. First of all, I think I overcooked it. I think that's a big thing in any meat. But I eat, I just cube up my liver. You, mine's usually beef liver. I don't probably don't recommend eating deer liver, Rob. Doubt, doubt it would hurt you. But I, I just cube it up into one-inch cubes and swallow it. And I get all the benefits without that. And it doesn't have that metal-y taste. It, it, it almost has a tiger meat taste. It's similar to tiger meat. Like you know what that tastes like. Tiger meat? Yeah. Everybody in North Dakota, don't you know what tiger meat is? It's raw hamburger and spices and green peppers and onions all put together, and they call it tiger meat. It's it's a holiday tradition here. Mm-hmm. So back to the liver discussion. Yeah. The last pig, the guy didn't want the, well, liver, little liver out of it, yeah. And um, so we had it with onions like you just said you didn't like. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, this is the best liver-eating experience ever. And maybe one of the best meat-eating experiences. It was fantastic. Again, we're talking about a 70-pound pig. The liver was just beautiful. Well, I'm I, not I, eating I, it raw. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to do that. Why not? Because uh, God made fire. And that's, that, <laughs> that's natural, sure? too. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anywhere in Genesis I read where Adam had fire. In fact, I think he was a vegetarian. <laughs> he didn't eat liver either. Yeah, it wasn't till Eve come along and made him uh, um, eat the apple that he was thrown out of uh, the Garden of Eden and had to <laughs> had to start wearing skins and killing Are you animals. Saying there, there was when everybody was naked. There was no fire. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Well, everybody, meaning Adam and Eve, so it wasn't that. Well, it's everybody. (laughs) There was two of them. (laughs) Well, but uh, yeah, there's two more will come. I no doubt that it was great because, you know, they calf liver is really good. I've I've had calf liver. um, So a young hog. Uh, would you call that a shoat? Are you butchering shoats? Yeah, they're they're that's the old terminology. Are you old school? These are roasters. I'm I'm old school. These Roaster. are roasters. Okay, roasters. Okay. Yeah. And we have roasted our way through this. I am really intrigued by this grinder. I can't wait to see it in action. Marty, on Monday we've successfully journeyed A to Z without the use of GPS technology on a journey. Dakota. Trails and tales. See you tomorrow. And here's the moral of the story. Every bit of these cooking tips and bone ch- bone grinding bits of wisdom we've given you today require something called energy. Electricity makes it all happen. Life is powered by coal. 
coal has improved our lives and improved the environment in so many ways, people will never realize. If you want to get a glimpse, and even better yet, go look at the videos produced by the people who bring you coal at Lignite.com. It's about the people behind the scenes. That's what we bring to the forefront. Once again, Lignite.com. See you tomorrow.